everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 179. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, convention, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And Mako-chan's a little mad tonight. Your music selection sucked. (laughs) So in other words, it's just another night for Mako-chan. I know, right? Har, har, har. So, uh, you mad, bro? You a little (laughs) perturbed? Yeah. Go on, tell me how you... Your music selection sucked tonight. So tell me how you really feel. Um, your music selection was shitty, shitty, and shitty. New drinking game. Take a shot every time Mako Chan complains about the music. You do realize everybody would be piss poor drunk to listen to us by the time the episode starts. Usually, when you had the drunk episodes, we're the ones getting wasted. Well, uh, re- reverse Everybody rule- joins in. Reverse rules go into effect. Everybody joins in. I think there's a song about that. <laughs> I don't know. The only one that I can think of is Everybody Must Get Stoned. I don't think that's it, though. No, I think everyone song, get... Everybody's Drunk by Real Big Fish. That's the one. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, you people. Hey, I may have the occasional I'm just going to back, back away slowly and come back when there's less weird shit reaction, but I don't get overtly pissed off. Yeah... But it doesn't take much to kickstart Mako Chan. But we knew this. Uh huh. You still mad? Uh huh. <sighs> we are live tonight, week of August 26, 2014, on the Vogue Network. We're here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and replays Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck. Xchat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net, chatroom is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. There's an IRC link. You click on that. Your default chat client will bring you right into the chat just like that. Uh, let's see. Check-ins are, are live. Come check us out on the forum. It's a little quiet, so come by. Bring some potato salad. And not the kickstarted version either, because that recipe sucks. All right, let's get down to business. All right. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, well, let's see. Well, for the past week, I've been in an immobilizer for my knee. Ouch. What happened, dude? Uh, it just started hurting at work last Monday and Tuesday. I thought I talked about it last night, uh, last time. But uh, Oh, right, right, right. I just didn't want to repeat myself. Um... Today, though, I finally got to see an orthopedic, and he gave me some better news. Like, for one, I could lose the immobilizer, because it's not the ligaments or anything, it's a problem. Okay. Um, apparently there's a baker's cyst, like, in the back of the knee, that may or may not have to come out, depending on how bad it bothers me. Mm-hmm. But the size of it, because apparently it takes months or longer to build up. You know those flat little pennies that you put in the machines at rest stops to, uh, yeah. you know, flatten them out to, uh, 
They put a little design on them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's about that size. Yes, it's very gross, I know. Eh, nothing I haven't seen before. But thankfully, I can walk around without the immobilizer, not either one crutch or a cane, which I've been doing both of to try and test out which ones. Like, which one is, uh, more comfortable for me. Gotcha. And I have to get an MRI done on it tomorrow, but other than that, I'm actually kind of, uh, more mobile now. Which I'm very grateful for. That's good. Anything else, really? Well, I think he stopped to check his mic for a split second, so let's give him a little time. Alright. Hello? Still with me? We're, we're with you, bro. Hello? We're right here, bro. We're right here. Okay, so it is working. Yeah. yeah. Alright, sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, other than that, it's just been... Well, for the past weeks, I've been stir-crazy because I couldn't even drive on my own because I couldn't... I had to actually bend my knee to get it in the front seat of the car. So, once we once I got out of the doctor's office, I was driving all over town, picking up stuff and uh, doing things I've been meaning to do. Thankfully, I got paid today for it, too. That's good. And tonight, a friend and I went out to a uh, Don Pablo's for dinner because of, because again, you know, stir craziness. So I'm thinking, and they had a all-you-can-eat taco special, which was especially good. That's good. Sound like cabin fever. <laughs> yeah. So that's how my weekend day has been. Mm -hmm. And I can return to work too, starting on Monday. That's good. Alright, hold on for one second here. Who has a fan on in the background? Hang on, I'll turn I'll turn it off. There, that better? Much better. Yeah, that killed it directly. I'm sorry about that, bro. It's alright. If you start roasting, turn it on, for God's sakes. I'll be okay. Alright. And moving right along. I don't know why it did that, but it doesn't matter. Makko-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Exhausting. I've basically been working and go. trying to get shit ready for this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking forward to this weekend, but meh. Why is that? Well, it's my cousin's wedding this weekend. So, uh... There's just a lot of issues between the family members for this particular wedding. Seeing as how, uh, my cousin... Um... I'm... You know, I I'm the niece of her father. And she now has two ex-stepmoms. Two? How does that shit happen? Um, well, well, one ex-stepmom, and then her mother's there, so I have two ex-aunts, I guess, I should say. Mm. But, um, there's a lot of, uh... <laughs> Bad blood. 
very, very bad blood between, you know, everything that happens and all of that. So, yeah. Since I'm being dragged you're along to this, do I need... I, I'm sorry, Ari, please continue. Sorry, sorry. You're, you're an Italian family. Shit, like, there's always drama at family events. Yeah. Do I need to wear a bulletproof vest? No, you don't need to wear a bulletproof vest. But it would be a good idea to keep my mouth shut. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. And the other thing is, like, we have never met his side of the family, so we have no idea, you know, who they are, how they react, or anything like that. So it's going to be... It's going to be interesting. And because of where it is, I can't drink because oh. I have to drive. Oh, God, you're going to be extra irritable. Yeah, which is why I'm bringing booze to uh, Ranma's house since uh, I'm crashing there. Yeah. Can you pre-game for a wedding? <laughs> you can pre-game for anything. I'd pre-game for this if I had enough alcohol. Hold on. <laughs> Let, let's see what the almighty Google says. Can you pre-game for a <laughs> wedding? I don't see why not. I believe so, because there are uh, YouTube videos of people pre-gaming before a wedding. Lovely. I but yeah, so... I pretty uh, much did for my sister's wedding, but then again, now it's because she was being an insufferable bitch to me, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, when is it your sister being an insufferable bitch to you? <sighs> See? <laughs> well, she hates anime, so there's no chance for her listening to this. Well, that's good. But yeah, so I'm just trying to, you know, finish packing, getting everything together, and I'd really like to know what I'm working next week. Um... Seeing as how, you know, I have no idea what I'm working Thursday, because it's a Thursday to Wednesday schedule, mm -hmm. and the schedule won't be up until tomorrow, so I don't even know if I have Monday off to be able to, you know, pack a little bit extra. Point taken. I think you might have to hire a handler for this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the cat is for. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I can't bring the cat with me as my handler. No, but the cat can be your enabler. <laughs> I thought that was you. Uh, depends on what day of the week it is. Anything ending in Y? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, I think Mako with two attack kitties, one on each shoulder, would be pretty interesting. That would be Washu A and Washu B. <laughs> They're my puppets. Mwahaha. <laughs> See? Alright, let's see if this works. Perfect, it worked. Alright, my weekend day. Uh, Saturday I went out to International Cosplayers Day. I blogged about that briefly on Facebook. I'll explain more in later in the episode. Um, back to working later hours because we're on a project to set up 100 new laptops, so... It doesn't help that some of the flash drives aren't working, but we're like... We just hit the halfway point, like, today, and we have to have them all done by the rest of the week, so I think we'll be done by Thursday, Tops. Never uh, a dull moment. 
No, not really. And I also actually cleaned up my room some. I actually put stuff away in the in my storage closet. Ooh. But I still need some, a couple of storage bins because I got stuff on the shelves I want to take down and put away. I'm like, there's no point keeping stuff wrapped up like that if I can't show it off. So I use it for more useful stuff like towels and other things. I also went ahead and pre-ordered Ronma One Half uh, box set three because I'm sitting there. I'm like, they usually announce it right about this time. They get an email about it. Let me go check, and it's available. So I got that on lock. So I'm good to go with that. And right now, I'm more or less trying to fight with UPS and the post. Have fun office. with that. Yes, I sent a Seraphita, uh, a Venus, a uh, Gashapon. According to them, it was delivered and she never got it. Typical UPS. Why am I not surprised? Yes, either it was delivered to the wrong apartment or it got delivered to somebody who decided to keep it. Asshole. Mm-hmm. But... And last few days, I've been fighting with UPS because I have to get my phone replaced. It, my phone works, but it's, the screen is starting to burn out. It, I can start to see it, the, like the light darkness of the screen. So, they keep saying nobody's home. I'm like, there are people upstairs. All you gotta do is knock on the door. Evidently, they can't leave cell phones. And it's up to the driver's discretion. I'm like, I've had drivers deliver expensive stuff to my door and nobody touches it. How is a cell phone any different? So, they were supposed to deliver it yesterday. Nope, I get a card in the mail, so I'm calling UPS, try, like just laying into them, spending like 10 minutes on, on hold to speak to a supervisor and said, screw this, because they're telling me to pick it up between 9.30 and 6. I work between those hours. I'm not leaving work early for it. So I'm going to call T-Mobile tomorrow and explain the situation and see if they can overnight me another one. Because I told them, look, you guys screwed up. You should redirect it to my job. I'm not paying extra to have something shipped to me because you guys screwed up. So we will see. <sighs> yeah, and that's basically been our weekend days. We're such interesting people, we know. Yep. We lead ve we lead very interesting and awesome lives. Mm. Yep. And over there, Mako-chan is, 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 is slowly sharpening her knife. Yep. See what I'm saying? Just keep her away from me. I don't want to get incidentally stabbed again. Why? She throw she's a girl. She can't hit you. Shots fired. Wow. <laughs> You trying to get us both killed, man? No, you're going to live. I'm the one that's going to get killed. It'll be. It'll say on my tombstone. Worth it. <laughs> okay, we're going to take our first break, and when we get back, we're going to drop down and hit right, hit right onto the news. So, we'll be back.
So, anywho, people, people, people. So, check, check this out. This popped up in my inbox earlier today. And it seems that... I, let me pull this up here. Um, in about three weeks, there's going to be a local anime con coming, com, coming through. In Philly. Oh? It's called J1Con. Philadelphia's number one anime convention. I could. How say- is it the number one anime convention if it's you know just in that area? I know. I I, I don't know. I've never heard of it, so. Yeah. Yeah, ne- I've never heard of it either. Yeah, I would say something about that subtext title, but the other con that we love does more than anime, so that's just a moot point. Hmm. They're having their cosplay contest. It's a one-day convention right off of Market Street. I I might have to send a couple of people just to check this out. Well, I'm from Philly, so... Originally. Well, if you're, if you're brave enough, I'll put in a request for press if you want to cover it. I'll give it a shot. I right. got nothing else to do that day. All right. I may have to work, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about... The, here... They have their categories of best female male hero, best female male villain, best group with two more people, and best in show. Now, here are the main rules for the cosplay contest. Your cosplay can be store-bought or 100% handmade. As long as you have the spirit of the character, then, that gets counted as a plus. Just make sure not to do a long monologue. Keep it short. Remember, there may be 10 or there may be 100 in the contest. It's only going to be 90 minutes long, so be considerate. And think about the fact that you wouldn't want someone taking up too much time unless it's axed by the crowd. And they said, this time around, we won't be able to add musical numbers to each presenter. If this year's contest goes smoothly, then expanding it, having your custom music will be doable. So I'm going to assume they've done this before, but we just didn't hear about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of amused at the rules. So it's like... If somebody who made up made their own cosplay loses out to somebody who's best in show that bought their costume outright, I'd flip my shit. I would. I, I'm sorry. It's that per who I lose to would get a raging demon right then and there. <laughs> also, doesn't it being store bought kind of defeat the purpose? Well, my thing is when it comes to. St- when people buy costumes, they usually have it for, like, skits. And in that case, they're only trying to win for, like, best skit performance, not best in show. Yeah, I thought best in show had, um, you know, a, uh, a sh- the, what you call it, showmanship and all of that. Yeah. The I o- thought it had to be something that you made. I thought so too, but the thing is, they don't. The only thing that they really break down are the are the policies about the weapons that they they that they borrow from Otakon. That's it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, because if you go to any other convention and you let them know that you know you didn't touch a thing on your costume and you didn't make anything. Mm-hmm. They're gonna kick your ass out. That's if you're going for yeah for crash. Yeah, you said yeah that. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and best in show has you know craft craftsmanship. 
at least in any other convention I've ever been to. I am thinking about posting this on on my fan page and then sharing it and just seeing what people will say. I'm just curious to hear from people who have ran masquerades, who have participated and stuff like that. Because like I said, someone gets a raging demon if I lost to some if I lost best of show to someone who dropped a few hundred dollars on their cosplay. You mean like fifty bucks at a at a Halloween store? If they're saying store bought, you know somebody's gonna buy a cosplay from a Halloween store and try to enter. Yeah, you might want to lay down a tarp to uh so you don't get blood all, all over everything. <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose so. I mean, I, I guess it could also depend on the type of masquerade you're doing, but where they're saying, you know, don't make it long-winded and, you know, th- think of everybody else that's there, obviously these are probably going to be just a bunch of walk-ons. Yeah, exactly. That's not best in show quality. Because yeah, you really can't judge by that. It's like the, it's like anything goes, anything goes uh, masquerade arts, you know? If, um, if they're actually allowing that, then I'm. I, I this has got to be you know first for first year convention or something. But according to the way they're talking, it's not their first year. Well, then they don't have experienced people doing their cosplay competition. That's probably what it is. Uh, well. Something yeah. tells me that it was just, it started from uh, some local places anime club, and they've been doing that for a few years. And their quote unquote contests were just whichever member came in with the nicest cosplay, and they just built it up from there. Yeah. And now they've been calling it like pretty much slapping a convention. Because I mean, I, I mean, I mean, seriously, like I'm looking at Anime Expo, mm-hmm. and Anime Expo is a huge competition. Yep. They have two different sets of rules. One for costumes and one for for performance. Most conventions have two sets of rules for that. So, I mean, if you're not doing anything performance-wise, except walking on, maybe saying a couple of things and walking off, then the whole thing is costume rules. And you can't have a best-in-show that bought everything off of a rack. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I can't... <sighs> this is making our brain hurts too, hurt too much. Oh, just wait. You think that's something. I got something a little bit later. But for now, Ari, I do believe there's a fighting game you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Apparently last week there was a big talk from N- Nintendo about a big announcement that Pokemon was, was good going to make mm-hmm. well, the Pokemon franchise and for a while we saw a couple screen caps of a and a, it was some kind of official game where you draw Pokemon as in like learn to draw them I'm thinking yeah tons of people on DeviantArt already do the same thing but no we're getting a game called Pokken Tournament which is a mashup of Pokemon and Tekken in that in that Namco Bandai um License the Pokemon franchise to do a fighting game for the for arcades and eventually the Wii U. Yeah. Now, what would you think if, if you first heard Pokemon fighting game? 
I want to see if we're on the same track here. My thing is, I'm thinking the trainers are there throwing the Pokemon out, and they just throw down in a Tekken style. And if there's no Fennekin, I'm going to have a problem. Yeah, it sounds like you're... I think there was a Zatch Bell game on the GameCube that went like that. But I was thinking more like the trainers themselves fighting. I was mm -hmm. thinking something like, you know, Tracy being the cap, like doing Capayara or uh, like Gary Oak being pretty much Hualrong in a Pokemon world, you know, with you know the arrogant asshole using Taekwondo or uh, Giovanni being like, hey, Hachi. That kind of thing. No. I mean, that No, I, I... They're not... You know, they're not the... They're not the ones fighting. I knew it was going to be Pokemon in the first place. Yeah, because think about think of all the DLC you could get away with with that shit. Oh, God. <gasps> My big thing is, is it even going to make it to the U.S.? Oh, you know it will. It will. Trust me. It will. I mean, Mario Kart well, GP I I'm saying I'm did. saying the arcade system. I'm not saying the Wii U game. I know the Wii U game will probably make it here eventually. I'm talking about the arcade. Because it's starting out in the arcades there. You just have to wait for Dave and Busters to get it, that's all. Or some of the really big arcades in uh, our local spots, yeah. like uh, 8 on the Break or uh, Chinatown Fair. Mm. Yeah, but again, I mean... The thing with everything here Pokemon... People look at it and go, Pokemon, that's for kids. I know it's not, you know it's not, we all know it's not. But are these arcades going to look at this game and go, oh, it's a Pokemon game. I don't want that. I don't want, you know, five-year-olds in here. Hell, SureYouCan.com is the one who uh, broke the news. Well, they had to since uh, Nintendo dropped the C&D on, on the video that was leaked from Smash Brothers, and rumor has it, somebody internal, a QA tester, might have leaked that. Yeah, it looks like all test material. Mm -hmm. I'm also picturing this game being played at the uh, EVO tournaments. I'm just trying to think in my head what kind of matchup you'd see from, like, say, Daigo versus Justin Wong. EVO, 30, EVO th moment 37 is the bar you guys got atop, so I uh, think you can do it with this one. <laughs> I also want to know if it's only going to have, if each Pokemon is only going to have four moves. Ouch. <laughs> that was enough. dirty. I mean, if it's going to be a real fighting game, then obviously there's going to be actual fighting, but I'm talking special moves. And what are those special moves going to be? Because some Pokemon have special moves that, you know, adjust stats, not actually attack. So I want to know what... And considering how many Pokemon have the same freaking moves, or is it going to be one of those fighting games where a character is able to level up, and then you level up and get extra moves, but then, you know, you're only allowed to have four, so you have to get rid of one? <laughs> if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com from Nemesis 47, Fennekin versus Hayachi. Hockey Common says, also, what would Daniel Bryan say? Answer, no, 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 no. And Serenity Oddly enough, this is the first. I wonder if all the Eevee evolution will be in this. Sure. Well, Machamp was in one of the uh, preview images I saw. Meanwhile, no new information on Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Oddly enough, this isn't the first time they 
that Pokemon and Tekken aren't you know tra- aren't coincidentally uh, connected. Hmm. Um, in six, there was this character named Leo. She's a a German Baji Kwan user, and uh, well, she's a tomboyish to the point where the creator actually had to step in and say, "Yes, Leo is a girl." But uh, she's actually voiced by uh, Veronica Taylor. Uh-huh. And in uh, the home versions of the game, with the customizations, you can actually make her look like Ash. Which is specifically why I picked her up and st- picked Leo up and started learning her, so I could buy the customizations to turn her into Ash. Here is my towel. This is me throwing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving right along... Um... Marco, you wanna take the first so- album, the first story? Uh, sure. And this song kind of fits the background, even though we're not doing uh, open topics yet. But so, uh, yeah, um, one of Japan's most beloved anime television shows. Which, if you don't get it from the music, then you know you need to catch up with the program. Or you Project. haven't listened to us enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, the soundtrack orchestra is going to be doing Sailor Moon Symphony, Sarah Symphony Live. It's going to be um, an orchestra concert featuring the score from the popular 92 anime Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It's going to be Friday, October 10th at 8 p.m., in the Demina Center for Classic Music in Manhattan. Uh, It was originally conceived as a celebration for the 20th anniversary. It's a fan-made arrangement, um, reconstructuring the theme and background music from all five seasons of the show into five movements of symphony. Um, It's complete with a concerto uh, performed by violinist... uh, uh, Christina Boye, Boye? Bu- Close enough. And composer, pianist, uh, Yasuhiko Fuka- Fuk- Fukuoka. Fukuoka. Fukuoka, yeah, you got it. <laughs> um, but they'll be, you know, they're, they're promising performances of favorites such as Moonlight Legends and the Sailor Star Song. I'm really looking forward to hearing. Sailor Star song and ending theme to Sailor Stars. I'm looking forward to hearing this theme performed live. Ooh. Yes, yeah, so uh, the space is very limited. The tickets are about $20, so if you are in the area at the beginning of October, you know, go on down, listen to some music. I'm pissed off that I can't go. And there's a bunch of us going, too. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I can't take off much time in October. I understand. And Saturday, I have to go to my cousin's 30th birthday party. I'm sorry. So, unfortunately, that does not leave me able to get off Friday if I have to take off Saturday. And there are discounted tickets that are available. I just checked. Tickets are still available. So, most likely, I will be picking up my ticket tomorrow. Have fun with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. General seating, $15 for the discounted tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's $20 at the door. Yeah. $5 off uh, because it is occurring the same weekend as New York Comic Con. Hey, check this out. 
if you show up with your Comic Con badge, you get a discount on top of that. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah, that's at the door. Yeah. So you'll be able to get the fifteen dollars, uh, the fifteen dollar online discount at the door if you have your Comic Con badge, mm-hmm. or if you show that you're a student or educational ID. So. Yeah, I'm gonna just be able to catch this because I know a bunch of my friends are going. You, a- you still have your student ID? No, I'm not a student anymore. I'm an alumni. Oh, you didn't hang on to it after you uh, graduated? No, I still have it. But I'm just saying, I'm an alumni now, so. They yeah, it would have that. the it would have the years on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, it's fifteen dollars online, or if I show my ID or whatever, fifteen. Man, I ain't worried about that. Fifteen Worth bucks. A shot. Yeah, I I hear you. I hear you, though. Yeah, so everybody being able to go, you all suck. <laughs> to quote Nelson Muntz from The Simpsons, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know you suck, so. And you swallow. Wow. Shots, Ouch. Shots fired. You went there. Wow. <laughs> yes, I did. Low blowing so hard, Ave Maria cues up for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking my head. I know you can't hear me. I know you can't see me, but I am shaking my head. You're also flipping out the computer, aren't you? Oh, no, but I'm rolling my eyes very, very hard. If they roll any, you roll your eyes any harder, you'll, you'll end up passing out. Possibly. Yes. And if you go into the chat room, um, Nemesis47 says, Lindsay Sterling doing the Vanessa Mace on Dressed as Sailor Moon, anyone? Now, I'd, I'd sooner see her dressed as Sailor Neptune doing that. That would make a lot more sense to me. Yeah. And Ranger Serena says she will see me there. Awesome. It looks like the chat was pretty hyped about this, so... And we go back a little bit more. They're talking more about crossovers, like Sailor Moon versus Tekken, MLP versus Tekken, Persona versus Tekken. Uh... Persona vs. Tekken could work. If you want to see Sailor Moon in that style, go pick up Soul Calibur Five and customize. It can be done. Oh yeah, I've seen it done. Alright. It's my turn, right? Go for it. Okay. I need to grab something real quick. We're going to leave that right there. It seems that New York Comic Con has has gone to the Mary Sue in helping with their harassment policies. Personally, I don't. I that's kind of like you're just asking for trouble because I just don't like the site. But anyhow, they're pretty much asking people for suggestions on on their harassment policies. Here's my, here's mine. The quote, um, Will Wheaton. Don't, Don't be, be a, a dick. dick. Thank you. <laughs> You'd be surprised how hard that is for some people. I know. Also, besides don't be a dick, think before you react. Would you do the same shit if it was your sister or your well, your sister or your mother? Because you can't say girlfriend because you got some guys who are like, she likes it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the other girl will. Yeah, I think this whole thing is so absolutely screwed up. I'm not a big fan of the Mary Sue because a lot of the articles on there, I, I, it's just not 
exactly a form of feminism that I appreciate where women are put onto pedestals and guys are basically all jack-offs and you know they can do they can do nothing right that is the majority of what I've read on the Mary Sue Tell us how you truly feel. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. It's its not my kind of, you know, female power. They're white artic- knighting to an absurd degree. They can. I mean, some of the articles are just regular articles. Some of them are pretty mild. But more often than not, the articles that I read on there are very... Women are amazing, women rock, and guys are the scum of the earth. It could also be based on who is writing it, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. The, the articles that are like that are mostly written by the same people, but they're also very popular articles. Mm-hmm. So, meh. Oh. And seriously, the, to ask for help with the harassment policy... I get it, they want people's input, but there's no reason to go to the Mary Sue for that. It could be worse. They could have gone to Gawker or Jezebel. Or mm. Reddit. I think Reddit makes the most amount of sense out of all four sites. That's just me personally. Okay, 4chan. Oh. <laughs> My problem is, is that a harassment policy should be fairly simple. The thing is, no matter what the harassment policy states, somebody still has to go and actually inform somebody that it has happened. And the issue being is that most people will either just ignore that something has happened to them or hold it and bottle it up until they go home and then scream that the convention didn't do anything. What, that's by that not time, it'll be far too late. Exactly. That's not an issue with the policy. That's an and issue then, with them not speaking up. And then you got those who are in the wings blaming the con, and then the con's like, nobody said anything to us. How are we to know? And they're like, that's, st- that's still your fault regardless. Like, the con's supposed to be mind readers. And if we go yeah. to the chat room real quick, it seems that you have a fan, Mako-chan. <laughs> Looks like Ranger Serena's boyfriend is crushing you after your epic speech. now now that we got that out the way um, it seems that as you know last year New York Comic Con didn't have a costume contest but this year they are it's the New York oh boy it's the New York Comic Con Eastern Championships of Cosplay. And I like the fact that the logo looks like a badge. It looks like something Vince McMahon would be proud of, okay? I like the fact that you're using this song to introduce it. Because it fits. It just fits. The NYCC Eastern Championships of Cosplay makes its debut this October in the Big Apple as the largest and most prestigious costume contest on the East Coast. Most prestigious costume contest on the East Coast. Okay. 
This is the first stop in the quest for the crown. A new global cosplay competition circuit that celebrates the very best in cosplay design from all over the world. Okay. This sounds like they're still butthurt over the drama between New York Anime Festival and WCS and when they created the Dream Cup the counter with it. <sighs> I thought we already had a global costume contest. I know! <laughs> I thought it was so big that it took over a year for, you know, contestants to be boiled down to just one for the United States. And then they were sent to Japan. I mean, for, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive that this is a thing yes, already. Yes, because Ron Ladau has posted there are the rules for C2E2, another repop exposition. So, here's the thing. You, this, is, I, this is how I see it going down. East Coast Championship is New York Comic Con. West Coast Championship would probably be PAX E. No, PAX Prime. Southern Division, PAX South. Midwest and Finals, C2E2. So shit like that. Or Southwest would be uh, Comic Con. Wait, wait, wait. Hold it, hold it. It's C... According to Ranger Serena, they had a round at Otakon. They did? First I heard of that, so... So, you mean to tell me Otakon held a prelim for the Eastern Championships? The fuck? I did not know this. Same here. And Dungeon Buster goes... By God, he's taped that costume together using sticky tape and band-aids. Someone stop him before he gets on stage. That man has a family. <laughs> the chair, that chair, that chair did nothing wrong. <laughs> and when I posted this, somebody said it best. They better get Jim Ross to do the commentary on this. You can. Get, I want you to go all Booker T on him. <laughs> That's what I said to a couple of my friends. We need to break out the belt and go and represent. Because evidently, me and uh, Jay Ryoga Hibiki, we are the cosplay tag team champions. <laughs> I would totally rock a championship belt. I really would. Yes, yes, yes. Walk in with a sign. If, in, if this cosplayer wins, we riot. <laughs> if Yaya Han wins, we riot. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Each so they're taking submissions until September 19th so you have about three weeks to get your shit together and the team is going to review it you can only do one costume per, in the competition now they have five categories comic books movies and television video games anime and manga fantasy and it says here in bold, capital and bold, no store-bought costumes will be eligible to enter. Thank the freaking gods. <laughs> I would like or to that see one at least. I like to see someone slip one in and just be like, oh, you know, there'll be somebody that slips one in. No, slip it in and make it to the fr- to the finals and win. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> The only way that would happen is if somebody bought the costume but had the knowledge of how to make it in the first place. Because um, 
as we know, there have been certain questions asked, and uh, like uh, I won't go into what questions those are. What's a serger? Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so there are certain questions asked, and if you don't know the answers to it, they know that you did not do your costume. Especially if it's store-bought, because store-bought cost- costumes are going to be... Uh, the seams are going to be usually perfected, and, you know, the way that a serger would do them, and... Yeah. So if you're going to do that, you better know exactly what goes into making that shit, or they're going to look at you and say, disqualified. They should have the contestants stand on a trap door when they're being asked questions by the judges. That way, someone who is, who does let slip that their costume is store-bought, it just like, they hit a big red button in front of them, the trap door opens, and they just fucking disappear. Meanwhile, Ron Liddell will be doing the Batista chant, and we'll have Michael Cole saying it's tr- it's trending on Twitter. <laughs> and it looks like right. a shot I've, every I've, time yeah. you see a blatantly, a blatantly false trending now topic. <laughs> and now, and Yaya Han on Piper's Pit. I'm done. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Piper's Pit. I, I, cosplay I, I, styles. I, I, I think we're done with the uh, wrestling cosplay mashup now. Yeah. No! Yeah. No! No! Yeah. No! Yeah. We have yeah. to move on because this is what the Yes movement is all about. So, first place best in show, you get two VIP tickets for C2E2 2015, $1,500 in cash, airfare to use to- on a new cosplay. Yep. Airfare to go to the con, two nights stay, automatic entry into the crown championships. Well, that's kind of a given. Uh, and a hundred dollar gift card to the Reed Pop store. Second place is two tickets to Comic Con, thousand dollars, and a fifty dollar gift card. Then two day five hundred and twenty five. Now, is that cash per person or all together? I'm gonna guess that that's all together. Yeah. Meaning you have to split that shit with your partner. Have <laughs> fun. Do the, inf- yeah. the infighting for how for what the split is. Yes, Ron. C two E two twenty fifteen is the finals. You better be there and represent for great justice. Selfie like you've never selfied before. <laughs> And I think Serenity just asked, what is a serger? Uh-oh. Oh, she legitimately wants to know. Yes. Okay, um, false a alarm. Sur- a, a serger is a... Uh, the easiest way to say it is it's a type of um, sewing machine, sort of, but it finishes uh, seams. Like all those pretty seams that you have on your clothes that everything is, you know, really, really tightly knit and things like that um that's what a serger does yep or that's one of the things that a serger can do alright moving on I'm gonna cover this real quick and then we can just keep going now this came to me as a link like sometimes Saturday and I'm like what the fuck now 
as you know, we go to conventions and we review them. More specifically, most of the time, Ari reviews them. Mm-hmm. We have never really given a bad review except for one particular convention, and that's kind of a given because that con is particularly bad in general. I only go because it's local and somebody has to represent and throw it in a fucking towel. No, you just like to be able to have something to actually bitch about legitly. That too. I try to offer constructive criticism, but if they're going to be go go out of the way to be bad, you know, what can I do? Exactly. Now, there was a con in South Carolina called MonsterCon, and press went, reviewed the con, and gave it a bad review. Normally, if you give a con a bad review, whoever runs the convention will contact you, you know, asking why and what they can do to make things better. Which has happened to us, and we've like, well, this is what we think, da, 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 and they appreciate. It's called being professional. Yeah, and they appreciate, it, and they always invite us back, you know, because that and we're not outright uh, foaming at the mouth about the convention. Evidently, the con chair didn't take the review so lightly. He took it to heart. Yes, got to a pissing contest with the reviewer. And was telling people to blast the guy on Facebook about it. That's a little bit harsh. Yeah. I, I It's just as bad as that when we talked about that one con where the woman wanted a refund and the con chair blasted her and tried to, hot, tried to cover his tracks badly. It's like that. And from... And as one, some, one person says here on the, who commented this on Facebook says, as the now former program director of this con, I'd like to point out that this was an independent act from the one person who runs it. It had nothing to do with anyone else who worked it. This response was completely un, unprofessional, uncalled for, and frankly just uncool. I dare say career suicide after a PR disaster like this. True, but the sad part is, after about six months, people are going to forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got better things to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a word to the wise to people who review sites, you know, review cons, just constructive criticism is good, you know, don't be a dick. To people who run conventions, not every review is going to be good, but, you know, you come up with a few bad ones, talk to the reviewers, you know, get some input, you know, it ain't, it ain't bad, you know, ain't nothing bad at all. <sighs> And I figure um, Mako would take the next one. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, there's been an update for the Ai Tenshi Muyo series. And basically, it's uh, introducing six new characters and the somewhat plot. And the music is very loud. Can you lower that? How's that? Thank you. Funny thing is, it wasn't even that loud on my side. Uh, it was kind of loud on mine. Anyway, so the basis of the story is that the world is in trouble because Washu is stirring it up again. Yeah. In order to save the world from crisis, Tenshi goes undercover as a teacher in a girl's school. And then, of course, uh, 
Tenchi is predisposed to finding trouble. Hi, Jinx! Yeah, so there are a lot of new characters, and they are all girls. And so the only guy so far, because it is an all-girls school, is Tenchi. And yeah, that kind of pisses me off. Why? It pisses me off because while Tenchi is, you know, I guess the main character of the entire series, um, we've already seen him with a group of girls. Mm. And those are the girls that we want to see. I don't give two flying fucks about any of the new characters. I don't want a Tenchi series that basically takes Tenchi and puts him in an all-girl school. I want a Tenchi series that has the original characters and doesn't fuck it up. You want to see Ryoko and Aika at each other's throats. Well, yeah, and I want to see Sasami, and I want to see Mihoshi, and those are the characters that I want to see. I don't want to see, you know, a bunch of girls that basically it looks like they bring on the characteristics of the old characters except now they're teenage girls mm. or college yeah teenage girls i think i don't even freaking know so if it's a high a school much, or college so now there's gonna be a much more fucked up version of shin tenchi muyo yeah i think so and i mean i like Sh- shin tenchi muyo but again it had the old characters in there and they were still fighting for tenchi's you know whole love and all of that. This doesn't mention anybody except for Washu. And And considering the episodes are only five minutes long, you're not going to get a whole shit ton of conflict from the older girls if there are this many new characters. Also, I'm not digging Tenchi's new look either. Nobody is. And as Ranger Serena says, I want a damn cabot. I actually don't mind Tenchi's new look. It yeah, is very modern anime style, Se- and it brings, yeah, and it it brings his look into the newer anime style. So I don't mind that. It's very modernized, but again, I don't give a shit about new characters. Also, yeah. if you undo Tenchi's little ponytail, he he'll have a mullet. It's much longer now. So, are you mm-hmm. trying to compare Tenchi Masaki to AC Slater? No, but uh, that's the first thing I thought of when I th- saw his hairstyle. The, the short spiky hair at the little tail at the at the bottom of it, like at the base of his neck. Yeah, that Ooh. thing. Also, what's with some of the uh, skirts on the girls? It's anime. You really need to ask. Like, they only come down like barely past their ass and have a big big open spot on her hips. It seems a little bit odd. It does kind of look odd, but it's more like eh, it kind of goes with what's the type of anime that's going on now, so... And I was, and I was referring to the the uh, one girl, Hana Sairu, who uh, is wearing stockings or tights that are patterned like she's being groped by a bunch of shadows. But we won't mention the one that has the leopard print and has her shirt open so much that you can see her bra, which is uh, also leopard print I was or cheetah print or tiger print. I can't even tell. I was thinking that was a reference I wasn't to get, I hadn't gotten that far yet. 
I thought that was a reference to Lum. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. That, I was thinking the same thing. Tactum, brave, confident, and has hu- superhuman strength like an ogre. So Lum and Ryoga had a kid. <laughs> Get that image out of your head, kids. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at these, and you've got one that is the president of the sci- uh, science club. She's quick-tempered. She's unyielding. Uh, she searches for treasure around her school. And it's like, okay, well, that's the Washu wannabe. Mm. And just going through all of this, oh, she's... She's the enforcer. She's chivalrous, spirited, and fundamentally brave. It's like, okay, that's Keone. <laughs> I like the knee-length uh, rain boots on a uh, Rui Aoi. Am I pronouncing that right? The yep. other girl in the science club. Yeah, she mm. And I like the fact that, the, that Masami Kikuchi is reprising his role as Tenchi. Because he has done some other uh, familiar actors with that boy next door style most notably Keiichi Morisato so I think that's pretty cool also I'm pretty fairly certain a school would have a pretty strict weapons policy so in Japan sure well this is also a school that obviously Washu has gotten to if Tenchi is there to stop Washu so it's probably all fucked up Mm. I'm gonna put a stop to you, Washu. Oh shit, I got a test to give. Hang on. Yeah, so, I mean, as much as I was looking forward to this series. Bullshit! And. <laughs> well, no, when, when the series was first announced, they said it was a new Tenchi series, and I was really looking forward to it because I thought it was gonna be a Tenchi series. And this is taking Tenchi out of the Tenchi series and sticking him into, you know, something completely different. So oh, to be fair, this so- totally sounds like something Washu would do to Tenchi. Yeah, you, you got just, to admit just that. Just a dick with him. Yeah, but at the same time, it, I, I've waited this long for a new Tenchi series, one that wasn't fucked up. You know that they brought back characters that should have been dead, that they made it it campy as fuck, and. You know, I was really looking forward to it, and now I get none of the original characters except for Tenchi and mentions of Washu. It's like, no, I'm sorry, not not happening. Unless the girls are brought into it, I have no desire to see this anymore. I can't say I don't blame you. All right. We are going to go ahead and open the Skype line. We're doing things slightly different today. What we're going to do, we're going to cover open forum topic and your Skype calls. So if you have a question or anything in regards to tonight's episode, go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. You have two minutes. So we're going to go ahead and cover the open forum topic. We got some good ones here. And this, the open forum topic is where we ask all of you your opinion on something in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, just put a different name before you post your answer. And we ask that you keep it civil. And it's kind of interesting I put that as a subtext because this week's open forum topic is, what's in the name? 
Just about every single cosplayer, photographer, podcaster, anyone in the cosplay community has a pen name that they go by for various reasons. So what's your pen name and what's the story behind it? Well, Nemesis47 says his has followed him over the years since 7th grade and he was a and he's a big Resident Evil fan, especially RE3. He knows he spells it differently, but that's how he wants to do it, which is cool. <clears throat> Next up is... <coughs> excuse me. Mm. The Serenity 41088. Her name comes from very different nicknames based on the character she's cosplayed. Aerith, Naminé, Tia Gardner, Misa Amane, and Fiona. Panty from Panty and Stocking. <coughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. And the other name is Her Rarity from MLP. I can see that, it's kind of understandable. And from a longtime listener of the show, uh, of, the sh- of the show, First time poster, uh, Mousy. Hey, what's up? She was she, her name was originally Mousy because she cosplayed Sailor Iron Mouse, and she used to be Mickey and Minnie because she used to work at Disney, which is pretty cool. When she opened up an ACP account, somebody was already Mousy, so she became Chew Mousy, which is a sound that a mouse makes. She's glad she had made the change years ago, which is cool. From Hachi, uh, her original handle was Selfie Kitty, which I remember her by. But she she started with this, and she was a big fan of FF8 and, and uh, X-Men comics. She used to roleplay as Selfie and Kitty, which is cool. And when she started cosplaying, she kept, she just kept with that name. Then over time, she just outgrew it and wanted something more personal, more specific to who she is. So it became Hachi, which has been her name for years, and her resemblance and appearance and personality to the character from Nana, which is understandable. And her daughter is known as Little Miss Hachi, which is pretty cute. And then they joined forces and created Lucky 8 Cosplay. I'm cool with that. From our, fr- from, uh, Seiya from LCM and Kimoku Revolutions and, um... Sarnai Industries. It was... She always RP'd as that, going back to her, her LJ name when she started cosplaying, so she just stuck with it. Which is cool. From, um... Um, Michelle here. She started a page by, go, by going as MCAT. Here I thought she was a fan of the singer from, uh... From the opening to Tenjo Tenge. MCAT comes from Animal Crossing. Her favorite neighbor started calling her MCAT and she stuck with it, which is awesome. And from our own Act Deft, he started using Deft as a pen name. Wait, hold on. There we go. He started using Deft as a pen name back in the early 2000s because of his love for the band Deftones. That's cool. He's had very many variations of it, but stuck with Act Deft because of DDR Bimani. Okay. Hey, what about y'all? Is it what about your your what about the names that we go by here? Well, I for one have had um since uh high school, I've had some variation of 
Jupiter, Makoto, in my writing and my nicknames. Um, you know, us girls in high school used to use books or write notes and use different, you know, nicknames and things like that. Well, my friends in high school all used the Sailor Moon planets, mm -hmm. and I was always Jupiter. So even on my school ring, it says Jupiter on the side of it. Uh, when I got onto Live Journal, I was Jupe Luna, which is my two favorite characters. Um, from there, it was shortened down to Jupy, which uh, a lot of stuff on Live Journal, that is what I called myself. When I let go of the Jupe Luna name, I went to Giove Day, which is. Uh, hacked up Italian for Jovian goddess <laughs> um, it, it's and that's basically you know everything it's always been you know Jupiter something or something similar my writing on fanfiction.net which you know is old as shit because I haven't updated anything mm. and I've just left it there because People started stealing my work, so I left it up there as proof of when it was actually posted. Um, that's all stuff in by Jupe Luna. Um, and then being on here, the whole Mako-chan thing started with Ranma, not wanting to use my real name, and just started calling me Mako-chan before I was even on the, on the show. And that's what everybody knew me as, so that's what I came on here with. Yeah, because... The reason why I did that is because of uh, Rob, Jamie, and Matt from OLR. I mean, if you listen long enough, you know what their real names are, but the names that they go by on the show. And I mm -hmm. figure, you know, we might as well just use pen names. That way we can separate our real life from this. But eventually you'll figure out our voices and stuff like that, but still, kind of some type of professionalism along the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we're at conventions, it's not like we're calling each other Ranma and Ari and Mako-chan. We're calling each other by our real names. And when we meet up with somebody and handing out cards and stuff like that, most of the time that's got the real names on there, too. Not the latest ones, though. The latest ones does not have has real names on there. Mm. What about you, Ari? Uh, my name's a holdover from high school. Mm. See, like, also, I'm kind of weird because I keep, my, for anything that's like anime or geek related, use my pen name and other times I'll just use my real name. Mm -hmm. I like to, because I've, I've noticed the uh, disconnect that's uh, come up. But uh, yeah, in high school, I was on, I did three sports and uh, liking anime really wasn't seen as a macho or, you know, accepted or whatnot. So I, uh, when I started writing, I I came up with the name like completely by accident. Mm -hmm. I took the took my first initial and middle initial and mashed them together and just wrote down the name because that's what it sounded. That's what I thought it was spelled out. I pretty much spelled it phonetically. Right. It wasn't until almost a decade later that I found out Ari is an actual real name and that it's also Jewish in origin. Because I because mm -hmm. I was talking to one of your old roommates and he assumed I was Jewish because I kept calling myself Ari. Oh, you're right. And I, even, like, when we're out the day to day, I, I, I regularly call you Ari. I mean, mainly because... Again, it's because it's related to a 
geeky things or anime things. Yeah, that and we have a Rob Roberts and we have a Bobby Blackwolf. So we have like th- so we have, you know, three Robs on the network. So I got to you know kind of make yeah. me stand out more yes. in your head. Mhm. I got about over half a dozen people in my life named Michael. It's even worse. <laughs> Most po- But uh interesting. That's how no, Go hmm? on. Go on. That's how the the first name came about. Uh, I occasionally throw in Francisco and Nuremberg as my middle names mm-hmm. because because you put the two initials together, you get F N mm-hmm. and sound all together R E F N Rockefeller R E fucking Rockefeller. Yeah, which I thought was cool at the time. I heard they hardly ever come up, so uh, you know, just imagine someone getting pissed off and screaming that at the top of their lungs. Mm-hmm. And Rockefeller came from my because. To make myself, you know, hide my interests more. Gotcha. I, uh, I wanted a name that sounded, uh, like, kind of like American, like, royalty. So, I was going to be Kennedy at first, but, uh, this is around the time that JFK Jr. died. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking, okay, there's kind of a little bit of bad karma attached to that name. Yeah. So, I just went with Rockefeller instead. I, I like how that kind of sounds a lot better than Kennedy, you know? That and years later, there would have been so many. If I kept Kennedy, there would have been so many bad uh, wrestling jokes going on. Mm-hmm. I, believe me, you, you would have definitely announced me as Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, I would each week until um, Marco smacked the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, just Reached. that one, and I already want to smack the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> See? Totally right. warranted. I understand. See, so. My name comes from Ron Mawanhaf, if you haven't figured it out. Duh. You don't say. Yeah, I do say. Monocle. But, um, back in the day, I used to make a lot of mix CDs. Nothing like stuff that you would buy, like, out on the streets. I mean, just I... Just lo- mash up a bunch of songs together on a blank CD? Yeah, I would just pick a bunch of songs and mix them together, and I would just hand them out to my friends, because... At the time, I was the one that had the fastest internet, and I had, like, the hookup for the music and stuff, so I was like, here you go, here you go, here you go. So, from Ronma Sal Tome, I got DJ Ron Mass. And that's where that comes from. And people to this day, well, not lately, but used to ask me if I still make mix CDs, or do I do, like, weddings and stuff like that. I'm like, no, nah, I don't do that type of stuff. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase YAM. Because now I can picture, like, Rama actually at a turntable, like at a club or something, and some drunk-ass socialite comes, tries up thinking they're Paris Hilton and all that, and he just flips out and starts screaming, shut the fuck up! Get out of my fucking booth, for fuck's sake! You know, shit like that. (laughs) Um, if we go into the uh, chat room real quick, uh, live.vognetwork.com, uh, Ranger Serena says hers comes from Risen Bull Rangers, and, the cop- and, and Serena from Sailor Moon. Uh, we got Soul Crash Ron from Soul Crash Studios. He kind of kept that when the group disbanded with their own separate ways like the Beatles. Um... That's pretty much is it, and I have to tell Ron he he has it, he's on the wrong one. Um, there we go. 
And as Dark Tip Tuya says, at least a decade ago, you could have played up the DJ thing as being a big Beatmania fan. But that's the funny thing. Ten plus years ago, I did not know about Beatmania. The only thing I knew was DDR, and then I discovered poppin' music. And then I discovered Beatmania, so... And let's see, what do we have here? Candy Jam says she got her name from Candy Jam because she's sweet. Alright. Simple enough. Yep. Alright, let's go ahead and look at the strange news from Japan. (sighs) Yeah, sorry, it's not really crazy stuff. Japan was kind of sane this week. You call this shit sane? A rare miss. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, the second one. Considering the articles we've had. This yeah, the second one is kind of out there. The first one is, you know, more stabby stab. And then the third one, obviously, is, you know, cultural and not really anything else. Stabby, no stab. Stabby, no stab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, Ari, take the first one. All right, just give me a second for it to load. Okay. And so, waterfuck being a bitch. Had it just a second ago. It's been act. This computer's been acting screwy for me. I know that feel. So, I yeah. just want you all to know that I have a pussy in my lap. Heyo. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Man was arrested for attempted murder after stabbing a woman at a love hotel. I guess the sex was that bad. I don't even think they got that far. Oh, maybe you couldn't get it up. Ouch. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. <laughs> People in Kawagoe, Saitama Prefecture, said Thursday they had arrested an unemployed, of course he is, 28-year-old man on charge of attempted murder after he stabbed a 24-year-old female friend in the back with a large kitchen knife. Kazuya Kurosawa stabbed the woman while they were at a love hotel at 6.30 a.m. on Wednesday. The woman sustained many stab wounds in her back, but her wounds are not life-threatening. Police said Kurosawa fled from the hotel but called them a short time later to report what he had done. Kurosawa said he met the woman at a restaurant and then when he got to the hotel, he, quote, just lost it. At least he has some sense of honor. Still, I'm trying to figure out what kind of short circuit in your brain must happen for you to go, oh, wow, this one's really nice. I'm actually having a good time with her. Maybe the realization that they're going to love Motel and he can't get it up? Well, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> there are plenty of times when I'm hanging out with you, Ranma, that I just want to stab you in the back, so... Funny, I feel the same way about you. <laughs> I'll be sure to hide this, um, the, the silverware. Uh-huh. I like how I'm not the target of your violence. Oh, no. No, the target of my violence is always Ranma. You like to go for the more psychological shit on me, don't you? Yeah. Way to go, R. You've given her some ideas. You're an open book sometimes, you two. Well, when, when I'm going through these strange news things for Japan and I'm looking for the articles, I, I look through these articles and look and say, what is going to fuck these two up the most? <laughs> <laughs> 
And as we go into the chat room uh, at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Anson Mark says, that's what she... Never mind. <laughs> and Dungeon Buster wants to know where he'd get a giant kitchen knife at a love hotel. Well, I think we've discussed this before, that some hotels are themed. Mm. So I'm going to guess this might have been a, like, a themed hotel. Cooking Mama. Well, it could be anything. A lot of people have fantasies of having sex on the kitchen table or the kitchen counter or, you know, just in the kitchen general. Tried that. Couldn't support my weight. I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was TMI. <laughs> Ever have your expenses collapse because you had to buy a new pizza piece of furniture? No, but I but a but the shower rod fell once. Oh, things like twenty bucks at most. A hotel one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Eh. And Mako's like child's play. It's like I'm not getting into the into that TMI shit. <laughs> Probably I'm because sorry. you have a story that could horrify all of us, or just make us go moving right along. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Train Grover escapes along the tracks at Ebisu Station in Tokyo. Just so you know. If you are cunning enough, you could probably get away with this shit on a morning commute in New York City, but maybe by the third car you're in, you're going to catch an elbow to the face. At uh, least. Yes. A man suspected of groping a woman on the JR Yamamoto line escaped by jumping onto the tracks at the JR Ebisu station in Tokyo Thursday night. His actions delayed the trains for a good half hour. And in Japan, that's actually quite a lot of time. Yeah. According to the police, the man groped the woman in her 20s on the train running between Meguro and Ebisu around 7.15. After the woman cried out, other passengers grabbed the man. Upon arriving at Ebisu Station, however, the man managed to free himself, jumped from the platform and onto the tracks, and fled. The man's shirt came off in the fight when he jumped over the fence and ran off. The suspect appeared to be in his 30s, thin build, about 170 centimeters tall, he was wearing jeans. I wonder if he has the honor to actually step up and be like, yeah, I did it, I'm sorry. You know, if this was happening in New York, people would be less concerned about the chick who got groped, and more concerned about, oh, god damn it, how long is a train going to be delayed this time? Mm-hmm. That and people would have their camp, their camp, their phones out the recorded, put it on World Star. I didn't mention that because I knew it would be a given. Yeah. Let me tell you, the last time the uh, train was delayed, I would think I was coming in for, to do the podcast about a couple of months ago. Two stops away, okay? I was two stops away. Everybody's bitching about they're running late. They didn't care about the fact that there was a homeless guy who was having a spaz attack on the tr- in the train car. The fact that the train got held up. The cops could be talking someone down off a ledge and... They'd still be more concerned about how late they're going to be. Mind you, everyone is screaming at the MTA and the cops to hurry the fuck up. People were volunteering to, to roll the homeless guy onto the platform so the train could go. If you see something, say something. Ding! 
Hey, I see someone right here. I'm just gonna roll them onto the platform. I'm sorry. Let me get the fucking homeless guy out of the way of the train. <laughs> <laughs> Only in America. Only in America. America. Okay, Mako. Last one's up your alley. Yeah. You so, um, it might you. come as a surprise, but, uh, Sake is actually in dire straits. Um, it's being steamrolled and has been since the 70s uh, by imported drinks like beer and wine, which have less of a learning curve to fully enjoy. So the youth of Japan enjoy the imported stuff more than the traditional. Um, basically, they said that in the 70s, there were nearly 5,000 brewers for sake. And from that time to now, there's just about a thousand or so. Wow. So a lot of those people have turned to the foreign markets and importing or exporting and all of that. And one company basically said, you know what, um, let's revamp sake. And what they did is they've basically made it sparkling. Non-alcoholic sake. No, it's still alcoholic, but what they do is they, just like how you make champagne, um, it's it goes through an extra step, and the good thing about this is it becomes a more accessible drink. It's a lower alcohol because the, it does have to go through another process, but it also makes it sweeter, which makes it more likable by women. Hmm. So, Sorry, when, you usu when I usually hear sparkling, it's also a, uh, it's almost analogous with non-alcoholic. Now, also... this is this is still alcoholic, but it's less than what you would get from traditional sake. Obviously, it would be done cold because that's how champagne is served, um, and it is. It's just like champagne. It's a little bit sweeter because of the process that it takes for it to become, it to become bubbly. And it hit the mainstream markets in 2011. Uh, the Brewers, it's uh, the Mio, Mio label. And it has increased sales four times by 2013. So this is really taking sake to a new level, making it easier to actually, you know, digest I guess and understand because traditional sake it's like oh well do we have it cold do we have it warm you know it's it's not how you would actually drink traditional wines the only drink I know of that has a real ritual to it is absinthe absinthe doesn't have to have a real ritual to it either I do that shit just straight shots because if you're, you're going to do green fairy and that's you know that's not a ritual that's an actual drink is a green fairy. Oh okay. So it's it's just like any of these. The only ritual that I know is if you're actually going to do like a tea a tea ceremony. Mhm. Mm that's more ritualistic. But yeah, so I actually am kind of wanting to try it. And of course this would be the official drink of Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> Sparkling wide pressure. 
Yeah. <laughs> and for close combat, she can just grab the bottle and beat someone over the head with it. Hey, that would work too. Oh God. What? The fact that you just said that you agreed with that. What? It could work. It's not until she gets really desperate that she smashes the bottle on the ground and tries to shank a Yoma with it. Dude, now I, see, that could even work. That, that that would work even better. Don't you smash it over voice. somebody's head and then you start shanking people with it. Why waste a step, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think I really need to try and find some sparkling sake. Rama, I think we need to try and find some sparkling sake. I'm down with this. I can get behind this. So that's it. When everybody comes out on, uh, in September, I will try and find sparkling sake for September. Hooray! Hooray, beer! Just don't bring any paps. No, I really... I, I don't like beer. I was going to say, if these, if these Japanese kids are getting into Pabst Blue Ribbon, I will put that entire nation on the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, it does make me wonder what what exactly is being imported. Guinness, hopefully. What the hell is wrong with y'all? You're what? going to have to be way more exacting than that. Okay, and we have a correction. Ranger Serena says that Anime Next had the prelim for WCS. Nothing at Otakon. That's what I thought. Because honestly, if they had something at Otakon, oh, we all would have heard about that shit. Non-stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should go ahead and just wrap shit up. I'm suddenly in the mood for a drink. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, that's, I'm suddenly that's in the mood so for a drink. Like you. Yeah, I know. Well, give her some milk. We'll be back.
Okay, alright, okay. I have to stop the music for one reason and one reason only. What reason is that? Ari. What? Rupert Grint as the 12th Doctor. As a doctor, as not a doctor. the 12th Doctor. As a doctor. Rupert Grint. Yeah. GTFO. <laughs> that was bad, and you should feel bad, even though you don't, you cheeky bastard. He, if he wanted to be Ginger so badly, that'd be the perfect, the perfect person to play him. The horrible thing of that is, is that um, a lot of people wanted him to play the Doctor. I know. A lot of people. I know. Too damn many people. Exactly. Thank God for small favors, huh? This yeah. isn't Daniel Radcliffe. He's got his own shit going on right now. He doesn't need to become, you know, Harry Potter and the fucking Doctor. Imagine the crossovers. Let's not. There are already crossovers. Too late. I can see Rupert as Doctor 13. Uh, nope. LOL, nope. I think it's time to get the hell up on out of here. Yep. <laughs> that really made my night. Yes, yes it did. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We are just a bunch of awesome independent podcasters who come together and do this for the fun of it. And that's what it's all about. If you have any questions or suggestions, ideas about the show, just drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. Um, we've all been kind of busy, so the site hasn't been updated as often as we want it to. Um, Ari's Otakon report will be coming up shortly, so be, mm -hmm. on, be on the lookout for that. Yep. And con photos will be up soon. So definitely check that out at AnimeJamSession.com. But if you want to get to our podcast, but your, our site is blocked for some reason, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. We're just asking for five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, please. We're good peoples. Most of the time. Check out our YouTube Sometimes. page. Sometimes. Yeah, like I said. <laughs> Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TV. Two more videos to render, and I can put all of 2013 up and start on 2014. That's what I'm shooting for. If you want to check out our individual uh, YouTube pages, you can find me at DJRon S. Ari is at the Ari Man. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm looking at the wrong section. God damn it. YouTube.com slash DJRon Mess is me. Ari22682 is Ari. And Jupe Luna is Mako. You can find us there. Check out our favorite playlists and custom videos if we happen to uh, upload any. I haven't posted one in a while. I really should. Don't have any this weekend. Place. That's going straight to Facebook. You're just posting it to Facebook? You're not posting it to YouTube first? Because uh, most people post it to YouTube first. Well, I'll probably put two copies of one for Facebook and one for YouTube. Well, we'll see. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for the latest on conventions that we're going to when our photos and videos are being uploaded, podcasts, everything. You name it. Anything as regards to the site, follow us there for that. If you want to follow us individually, for some reason you want to communicate with us, we're cool with that. You can find me at twitter.com slash DJVonMess. 
Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako is at Jovedea. G-I-O-V-E-D-E-A. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We are over 2,800 fans. I just gotta say thank you. We really appreciate you liking the page, liking the articles, liking the photos, everything. As long as you continue to like the stuff that we post, we'll gladly add more content. That's not a problem. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook and see what's on our minds, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjvonmas or thatdjvonmasguy. You can find um, Makochan at Makoto Makochan Kino or Makochan. Or you can find um, Ari Rockefeller at Facebook.com slash Ari Rockefeller. Simple. But as always, we are on the Vlog Network, Tuesdays and Thursdays, live on Tuesdays at 9.30, Thursdays Encore at 1 p.m. But we're not the only geek-centric uh, podcast on Vogue, which stands for Voice of Geeks. You have Starboard Power Coupling Podcast if you love Star Trek. Definitely, you want to check that out. Um, if you like British programming, Doctor Who, pop culture, television, movies, book reviews, all that good stuff. We have four different podcasts right up your alley with multiple points of view for you to check out. It's Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Under Sedation Live throughout the week and the weekend. And if you like what we do, you should check out Electric Sisterhood. They're on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock before us. And the girls, Ninja Sister and Pandelicious, they just celebrated their 400th episode. So congratulations, girls. You've earned it. Awesome. Hooray. Just let me know when you get to episode 420. (laughs) (laughs) So Tuesday nights, check them out. Then right after that, check out our pre-show. And we'll live right after that. If you like uh, World of Warcraft and MMOs, <coughs> pardon me, no problem. We have Girls Gone Wow and Horde House. Girls Gone Wow starts at twelve. Horde House starts at ten. And I think they're playing FF14 on Horde House, so definitely check them out. And if you and definitely on Sunday starting at eight, uh, East uh, Eastern, uh, five Pacific, the cornerstone programming of the Vlog Network. It's the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio, independent gamer talk. Gamers have a voice. Your opinions do matter the whole nine yards. Just so you know, there will be no Bobby Blackwolf, Orange Lounge Radio, or Understation Live uh, this weekend because they are at Dragon Con. If you find any of them, for the love of God, buy them a drink, please. Aren't they doing a uh, a podcast yes. thing on Monday? Is yes, that they? being... Uh, put out, or is that something that's being taped? That's going to be taped and put out on the on the on the syndicated feeds. There, that's what's going to be. I think that's going on Bobby's uh, feed. I think. Okay. I don't remember. And I, I just, just didn't know if they were doing something live for it or not. No, no, it's going to be taped. I, I, they could if they wanted to, but I think it'd be better to just do it taped like that. Uh, and I think that's it, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, go around the room. Last words. Ari. Funny you mention all the Doctor Who stuff, because I got my mom's birthday gift. Her birthday is this weekend, and it came from a, uh, sh- a, a Main Street-style shop that imports a whole lot of British goods. Mm-hmm. including you know, tea, candles, and there was a whole section in the back of Doctor Who stuff. 
Jemmy Dodgers. And a and a instant bangers. And a and pork pies too. Mm. Didn't pick up any of that though. Though it did have a can of ginger beer, which is uh, pretty tasty. Stronger than the ginger ale you get over here. Although for two bucks for a twelve ounce can, I don't think it was worth it that much. I don't know. We spend about two bucks for a twelve ounce bottle of Mexican Coke. Sounds about right. Or it's what two fifty, I think, I for a bottle of cheer wine. I'd spend a buck twenty five for, for Mexican Coke. Mm. And like the title goes, have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> Last words, Michael John. Um. I ordered a Jupiter pen, and I want it now. I don't want to have to wait until November. Bad, Mako-chan. Calm down. No, you cannot has. Well, the whole thing is, is that I went in with a group of people, so it's going to have to be shipped to the person that actually set everything up and fully paid for everything, and then he has to ship it to everybody else, so... I'm really, really hoping that I actually get it for cosplay purposes um, in December. Because um, I just realized that uh, DerbyCon starts on the 5th of December, which is Makoto's birthday. Oh, God. So I'm definitely going to be uh, fixing up the Makoto cosplay for that and I would really 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 like the pen and I'm really 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 hoping it comes in for it, by that point I really 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 hope you get it yay because if not the whole weekend will be miserable bastards no Bullshit. no it won't be that bad see well and if we you don't have to deal with me for most of the weekend so meh yeah and we go to the chat room real quick. There is talk of all the doctors in kilts, and I can suddenly see all the doctors singing "Men in Tights." I'm still. Well, we've, ar- we've already seen Tennant in a kilt, and we've already seen Jack in a kilt. And truthfully, I'm okay with just seeing those two in kilts. I'm picturing the Doctor Who theme played on ba- on bagpipes. I could probably find that for you on YouTube. Yeah. Alright. My last words. I have to contact UPS, the post office, and see about these packages and get and get shit done. Contact T-Mobile and see what they can do for me. Um, I think that's it. A friend of mine dropped by a couple of video games. I gotta contact another friend and give them to her because they're not talking. And I'm like, this is gonna be fine. Uh, Alright. That is it. End of list. And oh yeah. I've been looking at the calendar. Our 200th episode is, is on the horizon, but I don't think we're going to get to that till 2015, though. Boo. We got time. I wouldn't worry too much about it, though. Alright. We're going to get the hell up on out of here. So. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Later, bitches. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. 
Good night, Mako-chan. Thank you. Uh-huh. Back away slowly. Uh-huh. Very slowly. Go, 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 go! Run! Dun, dun, dun. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!